There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. I want to start today's episode with some hardcore hot takes because, wow. I mean, controversy, that really moves a needle. It, I, I guess so. It moves the needle in some direction. What uh, what hot take? Maybe we should do a pregame. What is the hot take? I think that we need to stop pissing uh-huh. on our feet in the showers to stop athlete's foot. What if you got uh, bit by a jellyfish? Use cream. I'm what, if, saying, what if you got bit by if, a stingray? Yeah, if, you got, if you got bit by a stingray or jellyfish, piss all over it. Have someone else do it. Honestly, it'd be nice if you get a hot woman over to do it. Sure. Some kind of tight man. So maybe a guy who could pump piss up his own butt and, and <laughs> just kind of let the piss fall out of his butt onto Whoa. the wound. That's fun to do. Something else to do. Something to shake up sure. the fucking stratosphere. Something to shake up the bedrock of America. Right, right. So the yeah. more, so less uh, foot Peen in the shower. That's yeah. The, I don't know why that's always what people say. People, you know how many times my doctor's like, "You've been pissing on your feet today." Whoa! Like he, I was like, first of all, how'd you get my number? Which right. doctor is this? And then he keeps asking me, hey, "You pissing your feet today?" And then I'm starting to think, I don't think this is about my foot health. No, not at all. Well, you know what no. Judge Judy used to say: "Don't, don't piss on my piss leg on my and leg. tell me tell I'm me menstruating." It's re- oh, there oh, yes. we go. Yeah, yeah, because don't piss on flow. my leg. Tell me I'm menstruating. All heavy right, everyone. What is your hot take, though? My Come on, hit him with one. Hit him with one. Uh, I think the Olympics have been pretty fun. Uh, that's a hot take. Chinese is, propaganda. This is Side Stories. I am Ben hanging out with Henry. I'm going to say this. They're not doing a great job of it because as soon as they pan out from the Olympic Games, because you see the snow, and then they pan out and they're like, oh, this is in a nuclear war zone. And then you're like, that's real sad. So I don't think they are doing a great job of propaganda. Mm-hmm. And why not just allow us to go over to China and collect all their gold. Benjamin Manchurian candidate Kissel. That's what they're like really leprechauns. Are. That's what we need more you, leprechauns in the Olympics because leprechauns love their gold. You're um <laughs> gonna get an angry letter from Peter Dinklage. Oh no! All right? Because you're gonna get an angry letter. He's gonna get it because Peter Dinklage does not like the idea of someone small going in the front of the bobsled and weighting it down, like what John Candy was guilty oh. of. In that other movie, Cool Runnings. Cool right? Runnings, of cool course. Cool Runnings. He was in trouble for that because no one knows because they said that he cheated in the previous Olympics and it was because mm. he put a little person in the very. That was not a little call- person. He just weighted it down with some weights. I think it was a tiny person in a weight costume in what I believe is called the toe of the sled, getting that back to true. piss on feet. But that is that's true. Why it is important for you to. I'm glad that you like the Olympics. I'm glad you have some international flavor. I mean, it does make you a Mandarin agent. I've been going fine. crazy, bro. I learned a lot about curling. It's super exciting. I watch it, it every four years. I watch some downhill sledding, tobogganing. And overall, it's been a really good experience to go and scream at these random people. It's my favorite things about the Olympics is that Nordic ways of travel are them are competition to them. Where like back in the day, that's how they used to have to get around. It's fascinating. But Absolutely. I do agree with writer, director Jeremy Gardner, my good friend who made uh, we made After Midnight together. He said uh, he does not understand how we can have a game. Right. These so-called games. Right. Where you go. Curling is there. It's a game. And you scrub, scrub, right. scrub, scrub. He doesn't understand how that's considered an international sport. But darts aren't. Well, there needs yeah, to be more bar that, sports 
in the Olympics for me to get engaged. I yeah, completely we, agree. Cornhole. We got B-boys. That's fine. Cornhole. Cornhole would be huge. Uh, the only problem is only the team that hosts gets to introduce a new sport. And I'm not sure if darts are really on the forefront How about this game? of the people's minds. How about this game? Who will fuck the fat guy at 4 a.m.? Oh, no, that's that a whole other sport. game. I think that's the entertainment industry's game. <laughs> All right. We also have a couple of updates regarding do, what happened at the Golden Corral. Because Dude. speaking of gold, those people wanted a medal and in order in a medal for fighting. And mm. we found out why the fight group happened. The melee. ruckus group I, melee. I, group melee in and dare I say in Philadelphia. This, this was, as far as reasons go for a group melee. It's, it's not dumb. excusable. It's not excusable. But I no, 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 it no. Is no. Understandable it's to some no. degree. It is not. It is not. To it's some degree. Two pe- this is literally the reason why the forty person fight happened. Two people were in line for the steak. The first person right. ordered their steak. Well done. That I'll have mine well done. Longer- sure. Which gets I'll have mine well done. Thank you. You're a pedophile. Sure. I mean, absolutely. Although I will say this again, if you were at Golden Corral. Do you want the rare steak? If I'm at Are you Peter Luger's, I'm getting rare. But Are I, we adults making love to adults? No, we're at Golden Corral. You know, well, right after. You're always a child at Golden Corral. So I get mean, the steak well done. I have no I, problem with that choice. No, well, a medium. Shoot for a medium. The other It'll next just person all, ordered it By the way, it's rare. all going to be but well listen, done. Listen, it's all null. It's all null. It doesn't okay. matter. Because the next person ordered it rare. I'll have the, sick, rare. the second person got it. Right. First, because rare yep. takes less time to put together. Yes. Then well done. Right. And the person that was like, oh, first, oh, first. <laughs> and then guess what, man? They fought over it. They, and that created and then two whole families got together. It was the, it was Aww. Romeo and Juliet all over again with again, but without babies having babies. I do love a good fight in a golden corral. So there you go. I guess uh, steak, it really can bring people together or it can and tear people apart. Tear them it? apart. But and talk about another tearing apart story. This is actually kind of wild in a way. Uh, so we talked about last week, again, this this Pennsylvania chupacabra that was found. And they are still running the DNA test. It's going to take another two weeks for them to find out what this animal is. They believe <laughs> that it has. It's cute. It's got big eyes. It, they yeah. think that it might be some crossbreed between a coyote and a normal dog. They don't know Whoa, what it is. That happen? Yeah, that's what they're they're trying to figure out. They don't know Wait what the hell second. it is. You mean to tell me that dogs and coyotes could have been mating this entire time, and there's not a bunch of dog odies out there? I'm gonna put it this way, Kissel. If there's a hole out there, love has been made to it, and experiments have been done inside it. I just, I my mean, God, God, my God, my God. I love dogs. Coyotes, they're kind of fun. I feel like it could be a good merger. Coyotes a- are cute, but they are very bad for your dogs, and you better, you got to be careful with little Jerry because they like little dogs. And they do kill them and eat them. Yeah, you can have him. I'm just so, joking. Jerry's fine. Go, oh, whoa. So this thing, they bring him in there, and, uh, this fucking animal escaped, but it's the way that it escaped that is wild. Thursday oh. morning, last week, they showed up. The animal's been like very nicely sleeping in a cage up until this point. They came in. Trash Waiting. was everywhere. The room was ransacked. The bars of the fucking cage were ripped open. Woo! And they said, while that is common amongst dogs, many dogs, they do destroy their holding pens whenever they're put inside, right? Well, it must be very and traumatic like, for the dog. What do we do as scary. people? It's horrible. It's really scary. But- 
thing that made this different was that there were scratch marks going up the wall to a window that was then ripped open. This plastic lining to the window was ripped open, and whatever this fucking thing is, it squirted all the way out. And that's why they're saying oh it's really God. fucking weird. You know what I'm going to name this dog? Nicholas. Ooh, if you can come up with a pun, do it. Nicholas Cage. The Rock. This is this is Cage the dog because he got out of the rock. We got to yep. get off of this goddamn See, like, rock. This is according to the Wildlife Works. The crate was just demolished. The hospital room was demolished. <laughs> he had clambered up on a set of shelves, Aww. and then he reached over. And this was no easy feat, let me tell you. He managed to stretch over to a window, and these windows are high at the top of the what the walls. They're not windows you look out of, you know. Right. And he chewed the window seals to force the window open, and out he went. Wow. Well, that is a scary situation for the people of Pittsburgh. You got a chupacabra on the loose. But that being said, if you do see it, stop, pet it, feed it, have fun with it. What is this? So it says here, right? All right, we got guesses to everything, what it could be. So some people think it's an absurd greyhound. They don't know. They don't know what it is. But apparently, there are many species of hairless dogs. That's fine. Yeah. There's the thing called a Zolo, which is a Mexican hairless. So it could be maybe a a crossbreed with that. But there's another thing called- you only live once there. (laughs) Very good. Zorro. You only live once. I don't think that was a Zorro theme. It's Yolo. You only live once. That's yes. You are yes. yes. Zorro. If Zorro only lived once, Z- Z- Zolo. It means yes. Sure. But you Absolutely. throw. I'm destroyed. I'm mentally Fan- destroyed. But fantastic. what you just said. Um. But he. Uh. Apparently, there's also an animal called the D hole. The what hole? The D hole. The D ho or the D hole? D hole. Well, now maybe what on earth does that look It could like? be Dihole. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't that's know. a penis. That's a, no, that's the Dihole. Yep. Isn't so, uh, that nice? Who fucking I never want to see a cock with, with four legs and a tail. That does not sound fun to me. I don't think that we're going to be free until we see one. Yeah, that's really true. Well, so what? And we have another update. George Washington's teeth are not wood. Not we, wood. We, the reason why is people maybe thought that they were wood for a period of time. This is true, is that they used to get stained so thoroughly because the ivory that his teeth were made of we would get stained very easily. So by the time he was wearing his teeth for several weeks, they'd become black. Ooh, black. And then black um, as a doll's eyes. Black as a doll's eyes. Black as George Washington's teeth. Whoa. Right? And so they were in his like he had probably his whole life if you notice on the dollar bill his uh-huh. lips are swollen apparently because his teeth the fake teeth he had would protrude like these very horribly made things ancient, well yeah but they could have just it's a ivory. drawing so they could have so, just taken that out you're right and he should fire that photoshopper that's what they need he's that kim kardashian man who goes and makes his butt bigger <laughs> uh, but then um he did buy a bunch of teeth from slaves evidently a, a way to do that i guess that that's how they would they there was like a side hustle is that uh enslaved people would pull out their teeth and sell them which um again it's all about <sighs> monetizing your hobbies Steve, yeah, I don't know if that was a hobby. I think that was a horrible situation that they found themselves in. But Absolutely. nonetheless, there you go. So George Washington's teeth weren't wood. You wouldn't want to think that. Indeed, they were bought by slaves. I, uh, so, we're here to educate. We're here we to are. educate. We're here to, we're here to raise them up. Come on, girls, lift up your tits. Come on, boys, pull down your balls. We're having pull, a good day today. Oh, Come on, guys. Pull them down, lift them up. There we go. Well, what is this show really all about? What's our network all about? Friendship. Come. No, oh. no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's try to get what's our whole network all about? Come friendship. All right, friendship. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So this story is uh, this goes. This takes place in Logan, Iowa. 
Mm. Now, I'm not I'm just going to tell you this. And I think everyone could probably guess as soon as we get into this story. Everyone involved is white. Now, this involves a situation that stemmed from a mayonnaise incident. A mayonnaise incident. A mayonnaise incident. So Christopher Erblocker is 29. He lives in this place called Woodbine. Now, evidently, he absolutely loves mayonnaise. He has just well, he been convicted. He thinks it's funny. He weaponized mayonnaise. He weaponized mayonnaise. He has just been convicted of first-degree murder in a 2020 killing of 30-year-old Caleb Solberg. So let's get into what exactly happened in what could only be said as the most Iowa murder in the history of of the world. I guess so, because the only way I would say it was more Iowa is if you pushed a man down in a field and then raped him with corn and then made him vote for Bernie Sanders <laughs> and then string him up. Well, That's might, the most Iowa you, crime. Yeah, all. you would probably be against corn subsidies at that point. So investigators have said the men were eating and drinking in a Moorhead bar. Everything sounds pretty good thus far. Well, it's, it's December normal. 7, normal, December 17th, so you know it's cold. So they're drinking, Very they're cold. getting drunk, and they're having a good Midwest time. Now, this is when Earl Blocker put men in. Now, Earl Blocker, again, the man of, who was convicted of murder, he put mayonnaise on Solberg's food. Now, they don't they really explain in what way he put mayonnaise on his food. I don't know whether or not he covered his food in mayonnaise or if he did like the the old like uh, dumber and dumber trick where he put some mayonnaise inside <laughs> of the sandwich. Maybe. And then he put the, okay. I don't know. Can I just say this, though? As far as I'm going to say air quotes spiking somebody's food. At least he spiked it with a with condiment. Food. He didn't put he didn't put a cockroach on it. He didn't put no. his nutmeg on it. More food. He, he just put more mayonnaise on it. And I guarantee you, they're at a sports bar or any kind of bar in Iowa. Any food that's being served is mayonnaise complacent. Unless or he was complacent, mayonnaise. <sighs> it's it, it, either way, it's sympathetic. It's mayonnaise sympathy. There's sympathy for the mayonnaise on any food in the Moorhead bar. Yes, especially in Iowa. Yes, yes. I agree. Unless. He was forced to suck the dick of who of a man whose last name was Hellman when he was a little boy. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's where it came out of. Maybe there is some hidden rage here. There's another side fight to this. So he went. He put mayonnaise on his food, um, and they, it, it, it erupted into a fist fight. So I think that Solberg may have overreacted. I think sure. Erblocker, and then of course we'll get to Erblocker definitely overreacted. But I think yes. Solberg may have been one of those friends. You, we all have friends. The, you, we all know one friend who has a very hot temper. And sure. then we slowly kind of wean them out over their life. Because if I put mayonnaise on your food, we would not physically tussle. It would no. be like, what? Like, what? Why did you like, do this? Why would yeah. you do this? Why would and you I'd do that? And the, yeah, because it's still, it's, again, it's, it's still food. just it's it's food. food. Um, I would eat but it. I think it, this man had a short fuse, and I think he overreacted a bit with the mayonnaise. And I think that, you know, maybe he was trying to get a rise out of his buddy. So they get into a physical fight. They yeah. leave. Finally, Earl Bacher's like, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you, bro. Fuck you, bro. And so the threats, he then, he's he called Solberg's half-brother, which is going to make you very Iowa. Very Iowa. They always have to hit the half-brother. Yep. So his half brother, Craig. Well, they Breyer. are full. They are fully related by blood. Uh, he has no feet. Hello. <laughs> Come on. No <laughs> prosecutors say later yeah. that night. So they left, and he was like, "I'm gonna call your fucking brother." And he went. And he called his brother, been like, "I'm gonna get your brother," because she got mad at me for putting mayonnaise on his food, which I don't really understand. Right. Why don't understand the why one. the half brother is being called in this situation, but okay. I, but Call why that. is Earl Bacher the one who continues to be mad? He was the one who did the prank. I don't know. Sobriety was not paramount either. 
No. So pr- prosecutors, the, later that night, Erlbacher has been driving around all night, stewing, probably nipping out of a bottle. He Absolutely. sees Solberg, who is now currently digesting mayonnaise. Now, he's outside what he, what they, what this newspaper generously call a cafe. Cafe. Um, a nearby Pisgah. Or it's a, Pisgah. a road bar. Yeah, sure, sure. Yes. It's just on the fucking, it's on the highway. Yeah. And he saw him outside the cafe. So he's like, oh, hey, oh, that's my friend who I put mayonnaise in the sandwich. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Is that what happened? No, he ran him down with this truck. Oh. He, he saw him on the street. He hit him with this truck. And then... He doubled back. Oh. Ran over Solberg again, doubled back. Oh. Ran over Solberg a third time. And he said it to make sure Solberg was dead. Interesting. And then, and then he called Briar. He called the dude's brother in law to say, he called the dude's half brother to say, I just killed your half brother. Are you half sad? Well, my God. I, it, it's definitely a good day if you're that half brother to put the phone on mute. Because every phone call seems to be about mayonnaise, mayonnaise. or the fact that you just murdered, murdered my, my brother. brother. So Earl Blocker, Earl Blocker, he's in court. He was fighting. He was fighting like tooth and he was fighting by tooth and nail. He was fighting for his life, literally. He wanted to get the uh, reduced. He wanted to get the charge reduced to second degree murder. No, nah, but but the thing nope. is, because he said it was because. All right, okay, hey, listen. All right, we can all agree. I've overreacted. You overreacted. Uh, yes. But what he was trying to say was that I was drunk. And I never intended to kill Solberg. Right. You ran over him three times. That's the problem. Because initially, okay. I, and then in, you in, told your his half-brother, I did it to make sure he was dead. And, of course, he smushed him like a, like a mayonnaise packet there. You mm. can almost see the mayonnaise all over Shoot, the Iowa road. My thing here is, I understand you're in the Midwest, being drunk in the Midwest is an excuse. That's what I was. I grew up with. Uh, it's okay. You were just drunk. It doesn't really translate to any sure, other yeah, places. If you, if you guys Rochambeau each other and punch each other in the dick and balls and you get mad or, you, or some guy falls in the campfire. Yeah, that's too drunk. You guys all get together in a, in a fishing lodge and all start having sex with each other because all the wives are home. That's just drunk. Everybody's drunk. Well, but what is not acceptable by Midwest standard is being mean. Like this to a friend. And I think that's so the drug the judge is like, I hear you. I hear you. You're drunk. That's fine. I mean, it's not, but it's fine. You were there January 6th and we knew that was a long weekend for you. He was already incarcerated, perhaps. Um, So he is now looking at significant amount of time behind bars. Now, the one thing about prison prison. Uh, I don't know what the mayonnaise situation is in prison. I will say Earl Blocker, that's Christopher Earl Blocker, Bocker, if he does do this stunt again in prison, he will find himself on the wrong end of a dick, and he probably wants to be careful and, as we've always said on the show, keep your mayonnaise to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Uh, there you I go. Think, I think they get government mayonnaise, which is just Ziploc bags of Lindsey Graham's semen. <laughs> and they My ladybugs. He just, you all get some. I'll get little kias. You know, little kias. The one thing about the mugshot of this dude, he's got a, I feel like alcohol was involved, but I feel also like meth may have been involved because he's got the he's got the I've been scratching my face all night because I'm trying to stay busy face and I, I think I, that, I just don't know if alcohol was the was I the think, paramount. Uh, uh, there's some nature's meth in there where like uh, which means there's maybe one or less of a chromosome that he needed maybe. to completely operate his brain. I think yeah. that's what we're looking at here as well. He does not have the brightest look on his face in that mugshot. No. What are you in for? Well, 
bad joke. It was a bad it joke. It all started with a white, white cream. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, me too. I hated being born. You're like, no, no. This is about 29 years after my first big white cream. This Aww. is the other one. Absolutely. Um, that's Be careful out there. Hug your friends. And if your friend does ruin a sandwich or something like that. Let it go. Let it go and make them buy a new one. You can make them. Um, also, I do. The one thing I will say I hate, I think all of us agree, we're not a prank people. No. So I understand pure rage. If you were super hungry, yeah, we get mad. We get mad. Our friends are, we had to acknowledge at one point, we can't do pranks because everybody takes them personally. Everybody gets really upset. So we just let it go. And we're just not pranksters. So you just have to know your friends. You know know your friends. friends. So if you think a spurt of mayonnaise on a sandwich would not Soulberg's lead to a laugh. going to go fucking nuts with this one. Because, you know, that's literally, he poured it and be like crazy. laughing into the bartender. <laughs> oh, he's going to have a bad night now. Fucking <laughs> washing the blood off his tires with a fucking hose. Oh, my God. All right. Live from your grave. This is, again, this is a comedy show, and we cover a lot of comedy here. Uh, we do and humor. We do humor, but the one thing we just want to really just say this out loud. I want to say this out loud to our listeners and to anybody, and this is just the truth. If you find yourself at a book burning, <laughs> it's don't. not good. No, you, don't you should be never be All, around a book burning. If These are not a, good things. If they are a book burning, unless it is to burn a real housewife's book together as a group even that i really believe it i do honestly i'm i am of the mind that if you are destroying reading material of any way shape or form or this type of censoring you are destroying you are i am i have been balls deep in nazis you know what i mean (laughs) i have been what are you uh, my grandmother <laughs> nah, yes. You did it. You said it. Um, but you know, I, uh, you know, uh, not book burnings are not a good look, and they are no. uh, they're actually against every single thing that humanity should stand for. So, absolutely, uh, the fact that there was a big giant book burning that was happening in one of the places where they barely fucking read, they're a bunch of mouth fucking breeders, whatever the fuck okay. they are. Okay, I right? disagree this, with that. The this Globe Vision Bible Church, whatever. Fuck these people. I hope they all fucking they, someone should burn them. The um, people they, of Tennessee can read, Henry. I, of course, I agree. You just sound like Bette Midler. Whoa. You're the first to say that to me in a while. <laughs> um, but this guy, uh, this is a guy I want to shout out, you know, because you'll say whatever you want about Satanism. I now know it's all about like everyone makes the meme with the guy with the black eyeliner and joking about Satanism and all this kind of shit and how it's cringe. But this sure. man walked into an incredibly dangerous situation. This dude, he walked into a group. He filmed himself with a Bible into the book burning. He threw it into the fire and started screaming, Hail Satan, pray Satan. I'm keeping my Darwin. I got my Darwin in my car. Like he was doing this whole long speech. Keep it as Darwin. And, but the guy was surrounded by a group of people that very quickly that were trying to hurt him. And it is really this example to really show like that is a, that, that is a way to do. He put his life on the line. Because because if those people weren't filming, and I really do believe that they probably could have really hurt him uh, in one well, way, shape, or could have turned into a human burning. Yes. Which is not good. So, yes, this took place at a Tennessee church, as Henry said. And uh, it wasn't uh, the books yeah, that they were not burning. The problem. It's the, this church that's the it's problem. It's this church, of course. The books that they were burning, it's also just so unbelievably stupid. It's Harry very Potter stupid. and Twilight. They so also stupid. burned tarot cards, Ouija boards, which... If you want to summon the fucking devil, that's burn how you a do Ouija it. board, healing crystals, idol statues, spell books, and anything else tied Whatever. to what so they dumb. believe is the occult. Again, as Henry said, look around 
And if you're like, oh my God, everyone's screaming and it seems like we're burning books, I'm going to slowly get out of here, reassess my life, and realize this is not the answer. However, if you are an author, hear us out. Flammable paper. Flammable paper. Burn this book. Sell every book with matches because now they just, how many, this church bought more Harry Potter than an elementary school. Absolutely. They bought more Harry Potter than a turf group in South London. (laughs) They bought, they pushed one of her books into like a ninth printing. That's all you have to do Uh, is go and buy. Like you just have to go and yeah. So just, if you're a controversial author, be like, Hey, why don't you try to burn one of my books? It's like, look how much gay sex is in my book. And you see what they do. Yeah, it's like, look how much sorcery is in here. You get yourself a second printing, my friend. This uh, Pentecostal preacher, fucking psychopath, Greg Locke, dude's a fucking maniac. Uh, He says they usually do community on Wednesdays, but the Lord specifically directed me tonight not to do it. So this was the this was the Lord's big plan. Um, Oh, yes, of course. We know it was not. So be careful out there. And this man. He looks like he's one of those guys who's cool for Christ. Like, I got tattoos, you know, it's cool. Jesus had two tattoos as well. Whoa. And he shows you his palm. <laughs> and um, I just, I the the man is the definition of uh, evil hiding in plain sight. So be yes. careful with these people um, because, again, I'm sure many people went to this congregation looking for love, for friends. And next thing you know, they're surrounded by a book burning. And you're like, again. What did I do? How did I get here? I would rather be friends with the guy who put mayonnaise all over my French fries. Because when it comes down to it, he's. I, I feel like I do. I will say I feel like mayonnaise has been getting a bad rap recently, and like, but I feel like mayonnaise is an essential part of the sandwich experience, especially if you mix it. I am saying more more <laughs> often than not, we should be mixing mayonnaise with mustard. Diversity with our condiments. I... What happened to Dijonais? I completely agree with you. I believe I am the one who has been proponent or a pooponent of great poopon. Also, just lastly on this motherfucker, I don't even want to give him any time, but this is this brings me back to all of the maniacs that I had to endure as a child. He goes on to say, this is the pastor. He says, there's a mixed multitude in this tent. I hate that. It's such a whatever. Relig- I ain't breaking bread with witches. You hear we me? Got, I we ain't got breaking- Irish people. We got German people. We got Polish people. Yes, indeed. Every type of white. You hear me? I ain't breaking bread with demons. I ain't breaking bread with Freemasons. I ain't breaking bread with occultism. I don't know. Apparently, the man know. is not going to break any bread. Thank God. Bread now comes sliced. I, I just, <laughs> this man is so far up his own ass, and I am assuming we will cover him in, in some point in the future the for future. him molesting a series of children. So anyway, for sure. don't, uh, no matter what, don't hurt art. Yes. Right. Um, now, t- speaking of not hurting art, this is going to, this might be controversial to me even say this and tell me, I because Kissel, I'm, I know that you know, unfortunately we're going to be on the same page here. So side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Please let me know what you think. I want to know why. You, my question is, where's the crime here? Okay. Okay. Let's see if we're on the same page. So I'm not sure. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure all the stories involve crime today. So there's a no, these. Are, this is a, there is a crime here, but it is weird when everybody's consenting. What is? What do we? You know, how do you get to the center of this? Good point. Um, good point. So this is in North London. The police raid what they're calling the sinister Nullo cult. Right? They arrest okay. seven men after what appears to be a stream that you could have rented, which was a pay per view yes. 
uh, event. We'll go say event where you see, <laughs> yes. yes, where you see live footage of members of this group being castrated, and not just balls, and not just balls getting snipped. This yes. is their goal. This nullo group, as they've been calling themselves, their goal is to become null nullos, which is uh, they are trying to get rid of their penis. And their balls. And they want a yes. fully smooth groin. And they had a show where they had amateur doctors and vets, which is also weird to say. Um, well, because their goal is to do it more safe now. They're trying to do it more safe. So a lot of times they'll have a vet come. A vet. Think about uh, this. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is it, I know that the vets, I know they know how to snip. They cut balls off half of their day. All day. Oh, look at all these balls. They're We're the ones probably. They probably cut off more dicks and balls. But, than any other human doctor. But but don't you, I, the, the only pushback here, again, do whatever you want to do with your life. If you don't want your dick, cut, chop it off, whatever whatever the fuck you want. But um, get a doctor. Why did they go with a vet? They knew they needed a doctor to the point where they're like, well, at least we got a vet. Did, couldn't they get anyone who at least took a YouTube class? Apparently they do. There's a mixture of this, but it's interesting. So I, I just really want to know, like, so if everybody agreed to do it, why is it a crime? I don't know. So so police have arrested several men. Um, they, there's a guy, the ringleader, who is nicknamed the eunuch maker, um, which is interesting because we actually cool. covered a story in 2020 uh -huh. of two guys from the United States that had called themselves the eunuch maker. So I don't know whether or not this is copyright, copyright infringement. Is this parallel thinking? Right. Is this, right. What I, is this Carlos Mencia style ripoff? Right, absolutely. Um, Joe Rogan, Carlos Mencia. That was quite a feud back in the day where World Rogan said, You stole all my jokes. And yep. Mencia's like, oh. Ah. What a what a oh, Titans clashing. Oh, <laughs> to be on the sidelines. Um, but these guys, uh, the neighbor of the Finsbury Park apartment, they told the son, it's like it was it was all very bizarre. There were police outside the flat for a few days. They were putting everything in plastic bags. It looked like computers and laptops. Which is, yeah, they were putting computers and laptops. They're, we're trying to figure out what this is. Now, there's a, these are extreme examples, right? Um, there's a guy that, that, this group specifically, what they call, it's a smoothie. They want to fully okay. smooth groin. They want to put completely, all right. And there's apparently ten to 15,000 voluntary nullos around the world well, we've been covering this stories like this since the old round table days and we know yes. those stories existed well before we started talking so i understand if you want to become you know a, a, a ken doll or something like that you're allowed but i guess to choose. The, the issue that i think the law enforcement had was the live streaming aspect of it i don't was know that one of the issues where well, they're like i don't know if you can be putting this on you know whatever hub there was a Japanese artist that we also, this is one of those that was definitely on Roundtable. Japanese artist Mao Sugiyama, that was a famous story of this. It was in 2012. They had their genitals removed. They froze right. them, and then they cooked them. They served them at a banquet costing 800 pounds a head, where people Whoa. came. This is famous. So people came, five people ended up eating his full dick and his penis and his testicles that he had sauteed with mushrooms and parsley, and the rest of 200 people that arrived either got, in a mystery, it was either they got beef or crocodile crocodile meat uh, they i've had ate, crocodile which, one time it's fine you normally would eat alligator not crocodile because in america i believe most crocodiles are endangered so oh is that right? then, I've had, then i've had alligator yeah but you know what i don't like to eat things that i think can naturally beat the shit out of me i feel like i could kill a cow i think i could do it if i was really hungry predators are not necessarily the most tasty of them they, they're, they're all not really they're tasty. all strong they're too um, strong and they, you need something nice and fat 
But this is interesting. So they are, this is the subculture of the Nullos. There was one guy named William. He's like, his whole thing was that he's like, when he joined the Nullos, he decided to go ahead and not do it in the, in the part of this, the group. He went and he did it on his own. He okay. spent good money, probably like 50 Gs to do it in a hospital because he said, the risk of something going wrong is extremely high. I also don't wish to look like Frankenstein at the end of the procedure, which is <laughs> I mean, very interesting. That's well, true. I mean, I don't want to be a total nerd, but... Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster. I'm Thank sorry. You. I know that you've just lost your dick and balls Thank today. It's you. been a day. You've had a day. I don't want to be like, oh, here comes the grammar, please. But it's, um, it's Frankenstein's actually, monster. Actually, dickless man, it's <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> so just but letting you know that. This is another guy that makes total sense. It was a castrated vicar. Which is like, thank God. All of these guys just should be. Just fucking castrate them. If you're going to be a priest, if you're going to just fucking lose your balls, stop being horny. It like, might just make get it easier it. for you, to be honest, if you honest, can't use it anyway. Get rid of it. Um, and then this guy who is named Benedict after our Nazi pope. Um, oh, my God. Nazi is, uh, again, just one of the attributes because you heard the story about Benedict, right? From 1980 when he was the head of this. Uh, he was the the bishop of a place. And he was just like, ah, look at all the pet file priests over here he was the one who started the process of just being like Sipping put him in around. des moines yeah, yeah just be like spread him out spread Sending him out. Him to the bullpen you need to go back to um, the bullpen and which he's is like probably, stop acting like this is minor league baseball exactly which is probably why he had to be one of the only popes in history to retire from being no, pope. no it was the but, shoes it's gotta be the <laughs> shoes um and now he's just like what this vicar said it's like <gasps> it is nowhere near as weird and difficult to try and become a eunuch now as it was 30 years ago that's good now we have doctors who don't even blink when you say you just want to remove your testicles or just add a vagina i never saw this coming well good this i want people to i want people you to be shouldn't as be happy seeing as... this company you shouldn't see this coming you're well, a vicar. You're just what? supposed to be thinking about fucking God and shit. So you're up there talking about how we all sinned and blah, 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 something about Easter. Meanwhile, the whole time you're like, hey, wouldn't it be amazing if I could put my balls on top of my penis? And then well, maybe when my asshole was, I could put a vagina with a clitoris. So then when someone fucks my shit, I also can come. Well, and then you're just like, that is that nice. his whole mind? It really? Well, who knows what his mind is? Again, these are all consenting adults. Whatever they would like to do with their own personal bodies, uh, go ahead and do it. Now, this is one of the issues that I think people are having when it comes to guests being made to sign a waiver. Um, so that they would not be responsible if anyone felt that's Ill, the old dude. If, that's the, that's from the Japanese guy back in the day at the meal. That's right, why. If, yeah, but he okay, got yeah. he got charged for public exposure. That dude didn't got arrested. My thing is, so is that, he, wait, it's public exposure even if your dick is in a soup. Apparently, so it's in Japan. Just, okay, so it's just the, 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 <laughs> Come on, come on. Let, 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 let my dick be free. It could be anything. Well, like, you don't know if it's a real, his real dick and balls. It could be pork shaped like it. You don't fucking know. You don't um, know. But my question is, know. I don't know what they are, unless they're also getting busted for it. Like, what's going to happen is, is that we're going to say all this stuff about how consenting adults, it's fine. And then of what's going to happen is, is that those laptops are going to be opened up tomorrow when this show is published. And you're going to see how much child porn was in there. Buddy, I think- so we are. They might be guilty of something. I, don't know I what think it is. this is going to be another prime example of the laptop is going to be episodes of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's always, it's always, the, the child porn is on the person who brags about having a penis and how he loves to use it for straight, the thing is only like, yeah. normal reasons. What would they do and, if they, if you lost your ticket balls? What are you horny for? You just watch My Little Pony stop. You just watch the sports. Wheel. The wheel. Anything. I mean, I really. 
I, who knows? But I feel like these people are allowed to do as they do. I guess. And it seems like these are the last people that would have child porno on their laptops because it seems like they don't want to use their penises for anything other than food. Unless it's like a sober drug dealer. So he never oh, gets high never in his own supply. Sober, never you know what I mean? Them, but that idea, maybe the idea is that maybe because then they can actually control the flow of information. If they're not made super hard by all of these fucking, these torture videos of children. And then they can just be like, yeah, you take them. Oh, yeah, I watched these already. You're not good. I don't like <laughs> no, these ones. This disgusting. one's good. You should. It's a good one. You like this one. But he's not yeah. like horny about it. He views it like a businessman. Sounds like you should be reported and go to jail. <laughs> but so the six people, the other thing that makes me feel like, again, all consenting adults, the people are in their 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s, 70s and 80s. Um, it sounds like they're just running a great radio station, 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s. These are not spring chickens. And if it's 60 years old, you're like, finally, I can cut off my cock and balls and you've been wanting to do it forever. It's like, just do it. Who cares? Do it safe. Because there's a lot of gender fear in this. Like, I can feel the gender fear waving off it. But it is really strange to also just be like, yeah, it is your fucking dick and balls. I don't really do get the big deal. I don't I don't really understand why you can't just, just do whatever you want. It's also, yours. is there a reason why they're... I was trying to find, I was looking at other articles as well, not just this fantastic Daily Mail, which is all the oh, trash uh, fit all to print. But they call it a cult. And I don't know what the cult doesn't a cult have to have like these are a list of beliefs. This sure, is a sort of but, yes. But what, you know, what's like, the cult here? How we know if it's a cult is if they uh, restrict your communication, if they change your name, if they change your terminology, if they change the way you speak, if they withhold you from talking to friends and family, like that type of thing. They destroy all your familial connections. So it sounds like a lot of these people are actually operating. In society, apparently two-thirds, this is according to them, two-thirds of nullos don't tell anybody that they don't have any genitals. Interesting. It's a personal choice. That's It's uh, weird. It's very interesting. I mean, we've talked about this quite a bit, mainly I think just because our penises are so important to who we are as people, only just because I'm horny so often that my penis is like a central fa figure in my life a lot. Well, it's like that song, I've grown accustomed to your face and I've grown accustomed <laughs> to your head. And it's just like, I know what to do with it. Life is so hard. I'm still figuring out so many things. In everything life. else is hard. I, I know how to, I just know what to do. I don't. If, but when my penis is hard, everything's me, easy. Now, to be fair, if I saw a picture of me and I'm just, I'm in, I'm in the ether, right? And you're like, you're going to come and you're going to be a physical form. You're going to be a human being. And they show me a picture of a eunuch and a picture of a big old cock and balls. I'd probably be like, well, that one looks smoother for the water and swimming. Sure. I'm going to show, I'm going but I don't, Oh, so that I'm one easier goes down a pipe. That oh, was yeah, great. that one's kind of funny. Oh, he'll be a championship skier. Sure. So it's like, I'm not even in love with it, but I'm just saying I'm used to it. Yeah. So I, I can't there. have a shake up like that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, not right now. No, no, not in this economy. No. With the midterms coming up, <laughs> I need to fucking focus. <laughs> I really need to think about who I'm not going to vote for this year. Yes. Live from your grave. Well, let's, uh, th this is another story real quick. Uh, I, what I love about this next story. So again, email side stories, lpotlgmail.com to yell at us uh, about everything. Um, this one is interesting because again, this is about grave robbing. There's, this mm. is in Melbourne. This is, and they, they're really looking for these guys and they're really upset about these people desecrating graves. And it's now happened yeah. two nights in a row where they found these mausoleums pried open that seem to be directed. They don't know why 
They are doing it, but they are specific graves okay. that people are digging up and removing the heads from, the actual skulls from. And besides just like it being cool, which it's, is, I guess, a part of it. I don't know, man. It sounds like, you know, I don't get uh, spirituality and, and religion are two very different things. And I feel like. Ask Demi you're Lovato. Ask, you're, <laughs> every day I ask my wife, Demi Lovato. Um, I feel like. You're setting yourself up for a haunting. You're setting yourself up for some That's bad idea, karma. It's a bad idea to go and steal a bunch of skulls. However, let me take this moment to plug our Patreon. We did have a chance to interview King Diamond, and uh, he is the king of all skulls, the king of all yes. wonder and music, yes. and he is just awesome. He's so check so out that Patreon interview. Awesome. At some point, that'll be up there in the very near future. So yeah, these people just stealing a bunch of skulls from a graveyard. I guess it's what you do, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're there. The thing that pisses me off the most is all the damage that's been done to the coffins because these coffins are not cheap and well, they need to be. You got to be respectful because these people have families. You are just asking. I will say if you are a, who knows people that are a magical practitioner and who has done his own bullshit, you are. If you are doing this for magical ends, you are spiritually cruising for a bruising Woo! by desecrating graves. It is not a it does not hold up well in the universe. People don't like the idea of you uh, digging into someone's final place of rest, if you believe in something like that. So it is interesting. And they're trying to now pin it on Satanists, of course. They're trying to say it's Satanists and Satanists, but I also don't think they understand how lazy we are. Um, and it's very difficult to go dig up a bunch of graves. Most of the time, to be yep. honest, we, like our good friends, um, like my friend Taz, who runs Rest in Pieces in Richmond, Virginia, which is just like, you can go buy bones. Like you can, you can buy can this shit. get you a bone, sure. Like you can go and get this shit and, and have it in your house. Yes, is it a little bit more difficult to find a human skull? Yes, but you can source it. I'm sure like you, you don't could. have to go seal it unless this you were trying to do some form of necromancy. And then just fucking good luck finding a deodorant that'll cover it. Never underestimate the goofy nature of youth, because I think this is just a group of kids. So the crimes, they were linked to a satanic ritual candles. There were crucifixes and letters to Satan that were found in the cemetery. We used to do this That's all so the soft. time. It's just yeah, fun. Of it's just fun. It's a it was like the, thing. It was like the video that Marcus showed last night on the stream where he said uh, like the idea of they like this sex dungeon. And then they went and it was just like four panties on the wall. It said the church yeah. of fornication on the wall. They do say police are baffled, but they don't believe that satanists uh, are the uh, are to blame because there's a, a lack of evidence we'll have fun in graveyards but really be careful and uh don't steal there's just no need to steal the bones leave the bones alone fuck even though on i understand top of the grave fuck on top of the grave yes don't disturb the grave if you got there have a picnic amongst the graves yes do the grave rubbings those sure. are really fucking cool. Yes, just don't destroy the graves because would you? I guess in the end you wouldn't know. Again, I also say that too. You don't fucking know. You're dead, but you don't know what kind of psychic reverberations you can create. Also, sometimes sometimes you just ruin some good old fashioned historical art. And again, that's the theme of the episode. Don't destroy art. Destroy art. All right. Well, I think we're almost up to hero of the week. I think we are. Yeah, the only other small thing was a uh, a Home Depot employee was arrested for swapping store cash with counterfeit bills for years, but good for him. Ah, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's just fucking, fucking Home yeah. Depot's fine. Oh, no, I got the story to end it out today. All right. Okay, I'm going to read you this police breakdown. <laughs> this guy, talk about having a night. 
a night. Okay. Okay. This comes from Martin County. Um, this is, of course, in Florida. So here we go. Train versus vehicle versus house. Oh, my God. 38-year-old Bradford Weitzel of Port St. Lucie told Martin County Sheriff's detectives that he couldn't find his car after leaving a Martin County bar early this morning. Right? <laughs> um, so he stole one in good faith in to locate his own. <laughs> so he stole the car just he's like, hey, I got where's my car? I well, I bet oh dude, where's my car? Cool. You got it's it. It's called yeah. you drank. You drank right. a lot. You're a felon now. You've stolen a car, but you know it's like, I'll just fucking leave it right where I found it. They won't even fucking know it's gone. No one's right? going to notice. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. They're definitely going to get up to go to work soon. Um, right. He's then said, quote, unquote, yada, yada, yada. Like, this is what he did. He 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 doesn't know the details, but he said that the, somehow he ended up in this new car, his this stolen car, on the train tracks. Right? He ended up on the train tracks, huh. right? And then um, he said... Somehow the car Somehow. Just stopped dead. The car stopped dead. Huh. He couldn't get it going. It was stuck on the train tracks, and so he he left. Right, and then as he left, apparently within seconds, he said this: the train got the car got hit by a train, which uh -huh. shot the car. It catapulted it into the front of a home. Oh my where god! Where everyone was sleeping. Oh um, no! They said apparently they they freaked out. Everybody was like, "Oh, I like, you know, obviously because a driverless car went through the front <laughs> of your house, propelled by a train." Meanwhile, the dude, he was just at this fruit stand nearby and he said he vandalized the business which probably have been like fuck these lemons oh life gives you lemons life gives you lemons make lemonade you need you all you realize you also need fucking water and sugar for that You're right He's you just start pissing everywhere yeah and then um he tried to steal a forklift um that is a night yeah wow. and then what he said that in the end he saw a police car Coming down the street, like literally not for him. No one had called the police yet. Um, and he said he he waved down the car himself and told the deputies was going on to let them know he's still looking for his original car. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. What a night. An even better morning. What happened last And it all slowly comes back. Oh, you got to do Advil. Like, that would be my first question. Be like, uh, oh, is there, a, is there a, you guys have like a Pedialyte or something? Henry, uh, Henry Thomas, that's the, that's the least of your worries, buddy. You remember what happened last night? Do you remember anything? No, I remember me telling everybody the truth about lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do Hero of the Week. Well, this week's Hero of the Week, it's um, well, this was actually given to my brought to my attention by Henry Thomas Zabrowski. Thank you. And um, I know, and I finally really helps because you know how many people like send in things being like, send in my cousin who's like bravely fighting cancer. Like, so it's right. like, can you shout out like the, my, 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 this doctor that saved me and my family went out and said like, but, and then yeah. I read these, I just delete them. Right. Cause this is Hero of the Week. This isn't about nonsense. Uh, there is a uh, a plow company in 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 the southwestern Michigan. Now you think about a plow, you think what's it's what's a name for a plow? Herb, Herb the plow, Buck Johnson, Buck Johnson the plow. Not anymore. Betty White out. That's the new name of this snow plow. They named it after Betty White. So the, now one still again, the hero is not really Betty White. It's the snow plow that someone snow, named Betty White. 
It is indeed the snowplow Betty Whiteout, because as we learned in um, Philadelphia, snowplows are heroes, and in in order to be a hero, you have to use them. So they're going to use it. So the agency started accepting suggestions. Not in Philly, though. Not in Philly. That's right. No, they they are just cars in Philly. That's right. The names aren't painted on the vehicles, but they will all have to be entered into the uh, Department of Transit's live online snowplow tracker, where this is from the article. They say where fans can follow them as they clear the state roads. Now, I think we are going a little bit crazy when it comes to the term fandom. I don't know Mm. if snowplows have fans. I don't know anyone who watches snowplow television, but I don't know everybody. So I don't know everybody. Maybe there are fans. So. They are going to have the Betty White out to cheer on, and it's a really wonderful thing. Gordy Plow, Aaron Burr, and Derek Sleeter are among other celebrity-inspired names on this list, which also includes Edgar Allan Snow. He died and, of alcoholism. Uh-huh. And Cleopatra. That's the dumbest shit. Clear, no. That's clear the dumbest shit. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. That means nothing. So now... Uh, because of of this new snowplow, Betty Whiteout, this is just a who's who of who could get the snow off of our streets, whether it be Gordy Plow, Aaron Burr, Derek Sleeter, Edgar Allan Snow, Cleopatra, or Betty Whiteout. Either Cleopatria way, wh- sounds like a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> it also sounds like something you say if you're taking a liquid dump and you're not at the bathroom. Cleopatria, please. Um, also, the runner up was a cat. Uh, Ginger the cat. Now, Ginger the cat is a cat burglar, klepto cat, and uh, she uh, would steal from locals. She would steal all their toys and stuff, and then kind of, kind of give them out to, to different things. I talked him out of that for the snowplow. Yeah, you uh, did. Just have you know, I just have you know as the audience. And so, what I also like to do is here's a big old general shout out to doctors. That's you great. got it. You got it, nurses. Thank shout you. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for being out there and not doing experiments on people in concentration camps. Absolutely not. All right. Let's get to some letters here. Oh, first of all, we want to say I'm sorry. Uh, our our intrepid researchers and, uh, and ourselves were fooled by someone who put in that astral projection story last week. Hmm. Uh, and apparently was from the show Beyond Belief. But that show is fantastic, and it counts. As and far it counts. As I'm Do we know was it beyond belief or was it beyond belief? Uh, was it to be was it to be believed or was it not to be believed? I don't know. Okay, that show was fantastic though. But yes, yeah, so apparently that story is fake. But I have another, or it was just re- recycled. Recycled. But I have another astral projection yes. story that I'm going to make you fucking hear. I love it. There you go. So here, this is uh, also apparently I was wildly wrong in my idea of identifying CDC trucks. People have been really very upset because they say apparently people protest them and they get really mad and, and try to attack them and and destroy the trucks. Which we did mention. Can't. I think we did mention safety as one of the reasons. Sure, to, sure, sure. Yeah, I think that was mentioned. I just was being curious, boy. Curious boy. Right, right. Here we go. In regards to your inquiries about what kind of people the CIA recruits, so I can give you some insight. Hmm. My father and grandfather were both in the CIA paramilitary. 
My grandfather was part of these OSS, uh, which we talked about last week in our first mm-hmm. episode of our MK Ultra series. Woo. Now, my grandfather worked in the OSS and was later an original member of the CIA. He was also a Manhattan lawyer, worked for a giant chemical company, and was the headmaster of a boys' school in Long Island. Jesus. Which I know, I mean, a lot of people that were really connected. We're going to talk a little bit next week or this week about the idea of how many very famous people were a part of the OSS. Julia Child, Carl Jung. Uh, they, they, he liked to have celebrities in Julia there. Childs, by the way, I don't care who, how many people she's killed because she is just a delight. No, she fought the Nazis. She is a she wonderful fought the person. Nazis. And she's like my size. She's like six, seven. She's a big lady. She's yes, a real Janarino. Yes, and play my song. Now, my family has a ton of crazy stories about both of them, but my favorite one is that my grandmother said that my grandfather used to leave her for the city to go into his law office on, let's say, a Tuesday with a coat, hat, briefcase, whatever, and then he just wouldn't come home for like 10 to 14 days sometimes. Where'd he go? Don't know. And then some weekend, he just waltz in the house as if he was coming home from work. Obviously, this was disturbing and stressful to the family environment, and my grandmother died of lung cancer and alcoholism, so it is difficult out there. <laughs> now, my mom's favorite story... No, I, I don't know if you can blame the CIA for that. But uh, it, okay. does, it does drive people to stressful, the sure. stress-reducing behavior, like drinking and smoking. Good point, and good point. So my mom's favorite story is when she and my dad were returning from their honeymoon in Acapulco, Mexico, which is also apparently, which is apparently a very suspect trip for different reasons. So My mom saw her newly minted father-in-law at the Dallas airport. She grabs my dad and it's like, hey, look, it's your dad. My dad grabs her arm, turns her away and starts walking her away and says, no, it's not. You didn't see him. You didn't see him. No explanation was given. Wild. That's fucking, I love that kind of shit. Weird. Um, But apparently her dad died of a really rare kind of brain cancer as a member of his five guy team. Um, And then one was found shot in the back of his head in Mexico City. One had a quote unquote heart attack on the New York City. Um, uh, One was suicided to a gunshot uh, in his head, but then he had a ligature mark around his head, around his neck. So there's a lot going on there. It's, that's great. It's yep. that's fun. All right. Well, interesting. Here we go. I'm gonna see this. Let's see if this astral projectory stories work. Okay. Let's see. I mean, it's got one of them's got to be real, right? I have a very similar story to the one you told about the woman who was seemingly astral projecting herself into the home of another woman who then mm. thought she was the ghost. Whoa. Now, this didn't happen to me directly, but my older brother and my mom. My dad is a pastor. When I was younger, he would go on missionary trips fairly regularly and leave his family, meaning me, my mom, and my siblings behind back in Arizona. On this particular trip, he was in Kenya, and he was gone for several weeks. One day, about two weeks into said trip, my mom and my older brother were at home watching TV in the living room, when suddenly, in walks my dad, in full view of both of them, in his tidy whiteies, his home leisure suit of of choice. That's how my father was, too. Sure. Now, he turns makes eye contact with them and smiles as they stay seated. He keeps walking out of the room and into my bedroom, which mind you, mind you does not have an exit. My brother and my mom both get up and follow him, but he is nowhere to be found. Keep in mind, my dad was not and still is not dead and was literally on the other side of the world when this took place. Cool. This is about 20 years ago. And to this day, we still get, still gets brought up from time to time. 
Of course, my parents, being the super fucking Christian dingbats that they are, believe it was a demonic taunting of sorts. Whoa! A crude mockery of a man of God used to try and scare his family while he's out doing his work. I never heard of a demon in tidy whities walking around. No, but... oh, I've heard of a couple. One was one he liked to he liked to really pay close attention to the boys as they clean themselves before competition. Okay. And then uh I've got a lot of ideas myself, but what I've landed on hmm. and what makes the most sense to me is astral projection. If memory serves me right, this occurred at about one o'clock in the morning. A quick Google search of time zones will reveal that at the same time it was about eleven o'clock at night in Kenya, meaning my dad was most likely asleep. Oh. It could be that he missed his home and his skid marked on his so much that he literally took himself there in his sleep and was visible to my mom and brother. Isn't that nice? All sweet. right. Well, there we go. Any oh, other tales? Big thing is don't touch a monkey. Why not? Everyone just said just don't touch monkeys. If okay. you see a monkey what about out a hug? there, can you hug one? Don't or? touch a fucking don't monkey. Even um, if you even if you have good intentions, you can't touch it. Yeah, here apparently um the, all of these the, um the all of this this is referred to the CDC truck that crashed and unleashed all those monkeys. Yeah, yeah, Macaques, yeah. Macaques and other old world native to Africa and Asian monkeys can be naturally asymptomatic carriers of the herpes disease. My right, assumption that. is that is that this group of monkeys was a seizure from a private owner and needed to be held at a quarantine facility until they figured out what to do with them. Oh. Um, so to touch on why the truck wasn't labeled again and the driver driver was hush hush, you just have to be careful. You just understand that. Just, but don't touch a monkey. If you see a okay. monkey out there, unless it has been brought to you by some kind of safe monkey institute, mm -hmm. don't touch a monkey. All right. Well, good lessons all around today. Don't put mayonnaise on your friend's foods. Don't touch unless, a monkey. Don't and, touch a uh, monkey. You know, Never destroy art. Never destroy art. There we go. Three lessons. Live every day knowing for a fact you're not driving to a book burning. <laughs> um, just like wake up knowing that you're not going to do it, even if it's on your, even if it's on your schedule, you right. just laugh knowing that, like, huh? huh. Can you keep Thursday a schedule? Must have been really upset. If, can you keep a schedule, or you burn that as well? I don't. I know think what I that. don't know. I think you should. I think, I think you should, if, you if you go to a book burning, you're never allowed to hold a piece of paper again. Ever again, you shouldn't be allowed to. You should figure <laughs> out how your iPad works, and a lot of times you're not going to have one. I imagine. Oh, iPad works. burning. Ooh, that was a lot of chemicals, be a lot fun. of a lot of pollution, and then love the fact that you are an enlightened human being that knows that there are, you know, there are things out there you may not have to disagree with, but they have to continue to exist because Absolutely. you cannot destroy art. No, you cannot. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and uh, yeah, I guess that's basically it. Keep on supporting well, we all got the shows Z2. here. We got the comic book coming out uh, in springtime very soon. Uh, last comic book on the left. You can want to look that check shit up. That out. Uh, Soul Plumber. Check out the coffee. We got some weed news coming for you soon-ish. Trying to get yes. into that flower game. Yes, getting that going. Um, um, yeah, and we we're got... wide now on all platforms, and the transition has been. Um, we're doing it as fast as we can and as good as we can. So there's a lot of moving parts. So thanks everyone for your for your but patience. Seriously, everyone's been fucking awesome. Our team yep. is crunching it. Everybody and uh, you guys have been very patient. And thank yeah. you and for we'll our group. All, yes, we'll be on all your your podcasts um, platforms. 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 <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Congratulations. Congratulations for liking us. Yes. That's what you, it means. It, it's on you. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. 
For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.